0: Happy, happy Monday. How's everyone? I'm so excited today. This is our first day of the week, the work week, to make our plans and efforts and to go out and be great. We're going to talk today about partnerships, specifically strategic partnerships. Now, when you think about partnerships in business, you think about two entities come, two people coming together, two or more coming together with a common goal, a common vision, a common dream to put together a business enterprise, a business entity that services or produces the product. You see those all the time in terms of law firms. You see um, construction companies. You see cleaning companies. You see brown and brown, family and family uh, partnerships, and they are so important. Um, one of the more easy or one of the most common business entities out there in addition to a sole partnership. But I want to talk a little bit differently about a regular partnership and talk about some strategic partnerships, which I think are so important um, right now, especially in our ever-changing market and especially with competitive set being the way it is now. Sometimes what we need is not necessarily a partner to walk the whole walk out with us. We need strategic partnerships for a specific reason, a season, um, for a need that we may have. So when we're talking about strategic partnerships, we're talking about entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs coming together to forge a strategic alliance that makes sense. Um, they're usually classified as a joint venture or a short-term alliance. Okay, so this is a little different. This is two other entities coming together to form a strategic alliance opposed to two people coming together to develop a partnership for a common goal, a common company, generally a long-term venture. When a commercial entity and, and another commercial entity come together and join a joint venture, what you're doing is creating a new entity is separate from your own company. So I have Singletary over here and Brown over here. It becomes generally a different company, a new a joint venture. And you share the ownership of that. You share in the return, the risk, and also the governance of that that business. So everything has to be in place with strategic alliance just as it does with a regular business. Just like at any joint venture. You need to come together. Oftentimes these joint ventures come together for specific product, a project, or, um, you know, a a certain thing that needs to be developed or established. Um, You usually do a joint venture for one of four reasons. You want to get access to a new market, specifically an emerging market. If you are a law firm by, by chance and you want to do business in a different state, it may not make sense for you to go to a different state, get a new office space, get new, a total of new employees, put everything in place. It may be beneficial for you to join with someone in that state who's already an attorney, and you work on certain projects together. Specifically, if you are an attorney that does, um, excuse me, uh, that specializes in personal injury, there may be a, a, a law firm in another state that does uh, wills, who does other kind of business, but they don't do personal injury. Perhaps you can partner with them in a joint venture and be in another state without all the overhead and risk, and they, it's mutually beneficial for both of you guys. So think about things like that in a little different way. It also gains scale and efficiencies by combining your assets and operations. Case in point, that was a perfect example. So instead of you starting a new operational building space, phone numbers, uh, um, lectures, all those business operational things, you can just partner with someone in that state. And you now have a presence in South Carolina, in some place up North Carolina, Georgia, or whatever. So that's kind of an idea of a joint venture. Also, you may want to share in the investment. Perhaps the two of you, you and another company, are looking at investing in a new project um, that is new, and you want to look at something different. So you want to share that risk of uh, new operations, new employees, and this is not a tried and true. It's something new y'all want to do together. So you want to share that risk and the financial risk and all that. That's another good reason for a joint venture. And also giving you access to skills and capabilities, Perhaps the other company has a um a expert that you don't have, perhaps an accounting and perhaps in an auditing uh, fiscal auditing perhaps um is an you know, even if it's a beauty salon, perhaps that person um has the ability to do braids and you don't look at it in terms of a joint venture and it's something else that you can get from that person you' mutually beneficial to both entities, both of you guys are beneficial without the major expense, the major overhead. Once again, a joint venture is usually done for you to get into a new market, especially a emerging market. And when I say market, I don't only mean just location. It could be another product or entity. Perhaps you do um, eye care um, and you want to start doing um, uh, optical surgery as well. That's a new market for you. You're just doing eyeglasses right now. You may want to do surgery as well. That's a new market for you. So perhaps you want to join with someone who has the expertise or you guys together can put in the financial to bring the doctor aboard and the facility aboard to do that. Another reason, like I said before, I'm repeating my four reasons for efficiency, operational, combining your assets and making sure your operational expenditures are not just come out of your pocket. You're sharing them with someone else. And then, of course, the major risk of an investment or a project, you just sharing, all that goes into that um, in, the, in terms of a new project or a new investment. And because capabilities builds in skills, it could be someone else there who has something that your office, your company does not have. And you're not going to go out and have to look for yourself and vet it yourself. You can partner in joint venture with someone else. That's generally the, the, the short-point ventures. Another thing you often do is a short-term alliance, which I, I want to emphasize, it generally is a short-term. It's a relationship among companies that have joined together for a mutual benefit or to achieve some common purpose, it for a specific period of time or for a certain project. You see this done a lot in real estate. Um, two um, companies may come together to invest and plan on a search alliance to buy this property and do this home and house, house development or do this hotel. Oftentimes you see this joint, these short-term alliances that make sense for a reason or season or whatever. It's not long-term. You're not going to dissolve your business. You're not going to necessarily form another business. You're going to work together on the short-term alliance. So once again, a specific time, um, a certain project um there may be a company perhaps you're a company that um makes baskets maybe make fruit baskets or whatever um, another example is holiday season is crazy for you so you might want to do a short-term alliance with a shipping company or a delivery company you don't need that much help doing regular seasons but holiday it's a little different so maybe from thanksgiving to new year's you do this alliance you may even say okay i can do it one more time perhaps in the summer in may uh, for Mother's Day and for um, graduations. You have a short-term alliance for a reason. You come together with this trucking company or this delivery firm, and for that short period of time only, you guys have a short-term alliance to work together. It's going to benefit you in terms of getting your deliveries out more often on time. Your people can be used to do uh, putting the baskets together, design the baskets. Um, the other shipping company, um, delivery company makes money more money because they are now helping you, and it's a win-win for both of you guys. So once again, I want us to think about this partnership thing a little bit differently, not to say that partnerships don't have their place, but they're also strategic partnerships that make a little more sense sometimes when your market is changing, when you're not sure. So you have your joint ventures that you guys develop another entity to work together. or you have a short-term alliance that you pull together for a season or just to launch a new product or whatever. Those are, are, are some strategic ways you can work with others and benefit your company overall. So when you're looking at considering an a, a alliance with someone or a joint venture, there are some things you need to consider because that's a lot going on there. We need to make sure that, both partners' needs are being met. Remember when we had Ms. Daniels Carter on last week, and I talked with her about negotiating, and she said the most important part of negotiating is to have a win-win situation when both people feel like they're getting of it. The same thing applies. Ensure that both partners' needs are being met. So if you'll need to deliver more baskets And and, and, and so you have someone to do that, and then the other person's need is to make more income, you're able to help them financially, and they're able to help you as well financially and other ways get your name out because you can make much more deliveries in the time period that needs to be done, on time and hopefully on task. Um, Be clear of your why. Don't get into a situation, I have to be very cautious with this, don't get into a situation where you're kind of bullied into or you're kind of feeling um, uh, intimidated or you're feeling, I need to do this. Make sure you're clear about your why. Be clear about the value that's coming to you and the other person. Make sure you know that. And I want you to also be sure about the value you bring. When you're in the negotiating process, don't minimize what you have to bring to the table unless someone take advantage of you. So be clear of the value that you bring to the table in terms of you being a good partner, you providing your end of strategic alliance, and also be clear what you want. If you're going to be doing basket deliveries, um, then you want somebody to deliver your baskets on a timely basis for you. You're going to make them up. You want them to deliver them kind of basis. You don't need another person to decide that they want to come in and do baskets too. Okay? So make sure all those things are clear. Make sure that the alliance supports the mission and the vision and the business plan of both entities. Don't change what you're doing because you're entering into an alliance. Your business plan, your mission, your vision should always be your guiding principles. And if you're going to deliver baskets, it's always better to deliver more fast, efficient, and cost-effective. So this strategic alliance should help you meet that overall goal. Don't redo your mission and vision because of a strategic alliance. If you have to do that, then that's a problem. I want to also challenge you to do your homework. Look and see who can do better, faster for you. Um, why? Understand the homework is another way to do it. Don't just assume that one idea and one partnership is going to, is going to satisfy what you need. Do your homework. Do a little research um, before you make the, the mad decisions. So as you're looking into this, at this process, I want to say a couple things to you. There are some very good reasons um, to form a strategic uh, partnership, a strategic alliance, and there are some bad reasons. We're going to go through both of them. So some of your good reasons is that you lack – a strength in something essential. So you don't have the technology for something that needs to be done. You need more marketing dollars or marketing expertise, or you need to have um, that person's marketing platform uh, to help you get the word out. You need the ability to network, and they can help you with that. Financially, that's one of the major reasons people want to come together with their dollars to make them go further. And then operational management. If you are, once again, on the same um, subject, if you are doing, um, baskets. Your operation has to do with the baskets, what goes in the baskets, getting the orders, responding to the orders, all of those things. That may take the thrust of what your operations can handle right now. You don't need to worry about the portion of delivery in terms of number of people, hiring people, trucks, maintenance, other gas. Um, making sure people are on time, making sure you get the um, uh, the right orders in the right places. That may be a reason for some other help because you need someone to manage that process while you manage getting the, getting the product in, and getting the best price for your fruit um, that you put in your back, the best price for your candy, you know, whatever you make. You have to worry about those things. Then it may be beneficial for you to do a partnership, especially when it picks up to have someone who has a, that operational expertise in delivery. Um, so, basically, your workload is going to require more than just you, and it's okay that you have a partner and help you get that done. When you consider this these good reasons, some things you might want to consider in the process as well. You know what? Before I go into that, let's take a break right here, and we'll come back, and I'll talk to you some more about some more reasons. Um, for a strategic alliance or partnership. Dull skin? Swipe it away. New Garnier Brightening Micellar Water, now with vitamin C. Micelles work like a magnet. In one swipe, gently cleanse, remove makeup, and brighten. New Micellar Water with vitamin C by Garnier Naturally. Your skin isn't just skin, it's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash renews your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness. For instantly softer, smoother skin, you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. Okay, we were just talking about strategic partnerships and talking about good reasons to have them. Um, I also want to go a little further with that piece and say, here's some things to consider about the person you're considering partnering with. Um, when you look at trying to do the strategic alliance or joint venture, um, do you know the person that you are looking to partner with and will that person add value to your company? Um, Go into business with someone who has established and is showing and demonstrated a record of success. It doesn't make a lot of sense um, just because you happen to know a person that you're going to uh, allow them to uh, experiment with your company. You need to make sure that person has shown in their own right a, a, a level of success and consistency. And find out that person going to be a team player. These are some things that you need to find out in terms of you guys working together for the good of a person just working better for themselves. Once again, back to the delivery scenario. If that person's going to just deliver their items or someone else's items and not deliver yours on a timely basis and with the courtesy that you expect and all that, then you need to reconsider that. So always look at the character of that business person as well. It's not necessarily a friend. You need to have somebody who has and understands business. To that point, there's also some reasons that are not so good for you to go into these business alliances and strategies with people. You don't need a yes man. If you want to go into partnership because I can just boss you around, I have someone else to say that you're great, then that's not the person for you to partner with. You need to work with a true partner who you guys can have some great conversations, some pushback some um, disagreement on things. If a person's a yes person to you and says everything you say, they're bringing nothing to the table. So question the benefit. Now, if that person wants to be a backer for you and just give you money to run your business, that's one thing. But that's not a strategic partner. That is going to be someone who's backing your company and they get a reward out of what you do with it. Um, you need to have, um put your, um, if you were looking for um a partner that can just take the load off you. And that happens sometimes. I'm tired of this. This It's more than I anticipated. Um I'm a partner with them and just let them kind of run it. Then that's also going to be a problem because you can find yourself in a very negative situation if you're not also in control of your business because ultimately you're responsible to that business. You have to still invest the time in your business. You've got to know where the risks are, the liabilities and the activities that your partner is, exhi- is exhibiting. You don't want to become a victim of fraud or a bad reputation. If that person now is your partner and because of things they don't do or doing incorrectly, diminishes your brand and your reputation, then that's also a problem. So it's a bad reason to say, okay, I'm just kind of tired. I'm going to let them run with this. That cannot be done. That will not make a successful partnership. And you need to protect yourself and make sure it happen. Another challenge that people have, I'm going to go ahead and say it, is I want to go into business with my friends. Me and this young lady, me and Anne and friends ever. And we think a lot, we get along, we laugh a lot together. So I want to just go into business with her. And we're going to just have a, a good time. Every day is going to be like fun and work together and all that. That's not a good reason to go into because you're a friend. You could still have a friend. You guys could still do things together and share together. But that's necessarily not necessarily a good reason to have that person as your business partner. Once again, we want to find someone who can help you enrich your business. Um, by their talents and their knowledge and their skill that sets, that's what you need to have someone who can help enrich your company, and they have the wherewithal, the knowledge, and the skill set to help you build your company. You want someone who um, exactly like you to stand beside you. Once again, without having a diversity and different thoughts, your company will probably grow less and less. You need to have those conversations. People with different ideas, different coming from different places, and thinking about different ways. Think about things a different way to kind of help ensure that you're going to be successful and continue to grow and be and be great in your endeavors that you're making. When you're talking about a strategic partnership, or alliance, or joint venture with someone, you need to understand the why of your potential partner. Why, why is he or she seeking to connect with you? you have these conversations, someone calls you up, find out why they want to connect with you. And you need to be clear on why you want to connect with them. What are you hoping to gain? What are they hoping to gain? Well, you both want to gain something. That's why you're doing it. So it's nothing wrong with wanting to increase your property, profits. Uh, nothing wrong with trying to increase your brand, your advertising dollars. That's what you're in business for. But you need to understand that why so you can make sure that everyone is getting what they're asking for in this partnership. So when you have these conversations, I don't want you to rush into this too quickly. Um, Listen carefully to what the other party is saying or what they're not saying. Find out if you guys have the right chemistry. There could be a challenge. If you are a morning person and that person is not, that could be a problem. It could not. Some people work well that way. I can work in the morning. You can ask the afternoon, we got it covered. That perhaps they work. Sometimes that doesn't work. You both need to be there at the same time making those decisions together. And that's something you, you find out. You have that right kind of chemistry together. Be and do you share a vision? I mean, do you still want to get better? If you are trying to grow your business and your brand, be bigger, better, faster, greater, and the person now wants to just coast they're comfortable, and that's nothing wrong with that, but they're not aggressive the way you are, then that's a, that's a problem because you're going to be effect, uh, um, effectively running, 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 and that person is not. And that will soon get frustrating and tiring for you because you're pushing, pushing, and that other person is not. So understand that you guys have the same vision and you want to get to the same place. Um, if you sense a lack of clarity, if you're not quite sure, if this other person who you're thinking about partnering with or venturing with needs a little more time, you need time. take the time. Postpone the decision-making process until you both are clear, until you can both answer your questions clearly. Oftentimes, because you're rushed, it's holiday season, I got to get this done. Don't let that make you make a mistake that's going to cost you later on. Make sure that the relationship will be profitable and beneficial for both of you. Nothing's wrong with that. That's the reason why you're in the partnership. So we need to be clear about that. There are some hard conversations that have to be, that you're going to need to have, okay? Um, Seek a common ground, like we said before. Share your vision. Make sure you guys are on the same page where you're trying to go. Um, Certainly everyone comes with different strengths and weaknesses. The best partnership work. Most smoothly when each party shrimps show up and connect and create an elevated and shared success. Don't try to stifle someone else's creativity or what they do. Use that, harness that, make that a better, a better entity for both of you guys. Don't fight that feeling. Um, Make sure, I think it's important, too, that that person and you share the same excitement and passion for what you're doing and what you're trying to do and how you're trying to grow. Like I said, I think it's a major problem. when You have someone who is not interested in necessarily growing, just status quo is good to them, and you're interested in growing. That can definitely cause problems going on. ongoing for a long time to come. There is no need to rush the process. Like I said, you may feel that i got to make this happen right now don't rush the process. And I'm saying these kind of things to you because I've been through it before. I've had a joint venture. Um, My advertising agency opened an office in Sao Paulo, Brazil at one point in time. Um, I had a client who was um, launching this new uh, tech car technology, uh, like a GPS, um, something to help you with some people stealing cars. And after the research that the company did, we found out that Brazil was one of the major places where people were having um, a lot of car theft. And so we decided we can go into that market and make an impact, then the story would kind of tell itself. So I've done this before. I'm telling you, don't rush the process. Don't go through this too quickly. Um, because you want things to happen, sometimes your enthusiasm will take over and you skip over the red flags. Don't skip the red flags. Um, stop. Have another meeting. Um, you have to make decision right there. Set your follow up meeting to address any next steps. Um, if you've got things you're not comfortable with, if you have questions about, it you're not clear on, make sure you set up subsequent meetings, two or three meetings, before, maybe four or five. You know, set up the meetings and make sure you are comfortable before you actually commit um, to to do this project. Also, a lack of follow through. Um, on one party from the other party it can also be pro- pro- problematic. You need to expect to be uncomfortable that because you are actually sharing in a vision. You're actually pulling somebody else in. You're going into new territory. Um, so all those things are going to be a push and pull conversation. going to be uncomfortable, but that's the process that needs to go through to make sure. And there's going to be some disagreements in the process, whatever. Remember, know your why know what you bring to the table. You don't get what you deserve, you get what you negotiate. So be fair in your negotiations, but don't minimize what you bring to the table. Try to make it a win win for everyone and stick to your goals, but do know it's going to be a little uncomfortable in the process. That's expected. But once you get through those issues and have those strong conversations, then it's going to set the platform for a much easier transition as you go forward and we have other hiccups you'll be able to deal with them and learn how to deal with them a little bit more and at, at the end of the day one of my more important things that you all know what i'm going to say put it in writing nothing is real until it's in writing that's how i feel great partnerships require great protection so you guys don't start a, a partnership an alliance it's going to be successful It's going to be uh, money-making. It's going to be brand-building. You need to put it in writing to make sure that you're protected, that your assets are protected, that your brand is protected. You need to put this in writing. You don't want to have a messy breakup. If things are in writing, it makes it much clearer. Not that you don't trust each other, so there's clarity for all people involved, all points involved. So it needs to be in writing. It's going to be a hard conversation. But it needs to be done. So respect yourself enough to protect yourself. Once again, respect yourself, your brand, your hard work, your knowledge, your 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 um intellectual property enough to res- protect yourself. Respect yourself enough to protect yourself, and make sure you protect yourself in writing because you're going to be sharing capital with this person. You're going to be sharing people, potentially your time, your energy. And more important, your intellectual property. You're going to then start sharing some of your intellectual property that someone else could take advantage of. So once again, put in writing, respect yourself enough to protect yourself, to make sure that it's not going to be a nasty breakup, and have those conversations early and often. It's going to ensure that you have a much better strategic alliance, a joint venture, with your partner, and that you're able to grow your brand, your business, and your profits, okay? So that's kind of our conversation for the day on partnership. I want you guys to think about it, make it legal, and continue this process. I want you to think about the fact strategic partnerships and alliance makes more and more sense in this ever-changing market. Just make sure that they work for you. You get what you negotiate, okay, not what you deserve. So thank you guys for this, for this time. Join us next week. Um, go out this week and be great. Thank you. It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Wendell Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. Right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow.